Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. Hey everybody, it's time for your favorite hour of electronic goodness. It's Ask okay. an Engineer. Uh, it's me, Lady Ada, the engineer. With me, Mr. Lady Ada, we're broadcasting live from the Ada Foot Factory. That's what you see behind us. That's our, uh, that's our factory. This is where we actually do all of our testing, manufacturing, shipping, kitting, documentation, tutorials, videos, all the good stuff that you love about Ada Foot products that make your projects shine. Zero billionaires on this show. Yeah, Zero definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, we are in New York, though. So there's probably yeah. one within like a couple miles. Yeah. Um, there's there's a restraining order against the billionaires. They can't come here. They don't want to come here. They don't want to come here. There's no quants here. It's yeah. only, only electronics. Right. We got an exciting show for you tonight. A filled and fun packed with electronic news and updates. Circuit Python, new products, maybe a little giveaway at the end. Yeah, All that and more on tonight's show, Mr. Lady. I want you to tell them. What they got to look forward to. On tonight's show, the code is ROCKBLOCK. ROCKBLOCK and BEATS. Yeah. 10% off the native fruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Everything that's in stock except for gift certificates, Adabox, and Codecademy courses. It supports us, an open source hardware company manufacturing in New York City, 100% lady-owned. No loans, no venture capital. We've never received a tax break. We've never received anything. Every time you order something, you're helping out all the folks here. We like to pay them, and we have 401ks and cool things like paid day off for voting and paid day off for charity and stuff like that. So we do, we do that. So um, that's how. But this is how we do it, though. You have to buy something once in a while to keep the lights on here. So use rock fair. Wall. Yeah, that's fair. fair. Okay, that's that's how these shows are paid for. Um, next up, show and tell. People around the world showing sharing their projects. Lydia will talk about who's on the show and tell and what project they shared. A little bit of JP's workshop and make code minute. We'll also do Python on Hardware News. Talk about our jobs board at jobs.adafruit.com. Time travel, look around world makers, hackers, artists, and engineers, and things that are happening in the world. We've got some 3D printing, known Pedro. We got some Adafruit factory footage and more. We got some new products. We got some top secret. We'll answer your questions. We do that over on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord, where you can join all 16,000 of us. All that and more on asking the engineer. Okay. <laughs> That's the show. Okay, uh, so yeah, don't forget uh, this. Ten percent. These are folks. This and helps you. Yeah, it helps save some money as you're doing good things. Discount. Okay, um, when you buy stuff, we also give you free stuff. Free stuff. Crazy. So uh, what are what are the things that we give away? I'm glad you asked. Nine nine dollars or more, you get a free Perma Proto half sized PCB. Great for taking your solderless breadboard projects. You move them over to the Perma Proto, solder them in. Now it's nice and strong, can survive a uh, maker fair, a project deployment, all that good stuff free with your order of $99 or more. $199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping. That's the little truck over there. That's uh, free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. It's our preferred domestic shipper. Uh, it's trackable, it's insured, it's gonna get there when it's gonna get there. We've had really good luck with UPS. Uh, we love it and we'll give you free shipping, $199 or more. And at $2.99 or more, you get a free Circuit Playground Express, our all-in-one development board uh, that's great for learning how to do electronics or coding. You can program it with MakeCode, Code.org CS Discoveries, Arduino, CircuitPython, Tinigo, MicroLisp. Comes with all the buttons and sensors and LEDs. You've got 10 NeoPixels on it, uh, microcontroller, memory, sensors, and uh, even a little buzzer. So you can get started with your project. You'd have to do no soldering or breadboarding. Uh, you can even add alligator clips if you want to add more sensors. So a great way to get started with electronics and it makes a great gift. Okay. If you're in the US, use UPS Ground. Please. Um, if you like mysteries, cool. 
Um, UBS, UBS yes. and International DHL. If you're in New York City and you order before 11 a.m. and it's one of the zip codes that we can get it to you same day, you'll see that on checkout. Just make sure you do that before 11 a.m. All right, show and tell. People are in the world showing and sharing things. A delightful half an hour of makers delightful. coming together and sharing their stuff. Yes. What uh, what projects were on the show and tell? I will tell you about it. Starting off with Anne, she's working on a purse um, from um, Bright Wearables that is designed for the micro bit, and she's making a clue-powered version, so that's super exciting. It's got uh, all those NeoPixels built in, or sorry, dot star LEDs um, built in, but also now has the TFT display. JP ported his heart rate monitor project that was on a feather a couple weeks ago. Now on the clue using the clue display, um, he added uh, buzzer support and a couple other things, so check that out. It's on the heart rate guide, it's just a new page. Um, Known Pedro made a wearable clue case. You can wear it as a badge or as a uh, bracelet slash um, watch. Melissa um, worked really hard on Web Serial this week and made a 3D rotating uh, bunny website. So if you have um, a, a clue board or any board that or sensor that has uh, nine degrees of freedom, you want to use Magwick or NXP to turn that into orientation data. And then how do you view it? Well. Um, Euler angles, you know, you can kind of look at them and you can sort of, you know, humans are good at understanding Euler um, uh, angles, but you have a problem of gimbal lock because, you, you know, they can line up in a way that makes uh, it not possible to turn in some directions. So um, she made it work with both quaternions and Euler angles, and uh, that way you can see how the bunny is moving. Uh, if you have quaternions, there's no gimbal lock, which is great. Uh, it's a perfect way to uh, try out your... Um, 3D orientation data, and you don't have to run processing, and you don't have to run like a special desktop application. It's all in the browser, which is like so exciting to me. Um, we'll talk about that as a guide, that guide as well. Brian has been having a super sensor party on his desktop. He's been working on the LPS 25, on the HGS 221. Uh, just finished a bunch of sensors as well. Uh, as soon as some PCBs get here from China, those are going to be in the store, so you get a preview of some of the cool Stemma sensors coming soon. Katni uh, also showed off two Clue demos. Uh, she's been having a really good time with the Clue with the built-in sensors, um, building fun projects. So one project is a um, CircuitPython powered um, spirit level. So as you tilt it, uh, you know, there's circles that you have to keep the red ball in the center of and it tells you when you know, gravity is pointing straight down. So a good scientific project and also a temperature and humidity alarm uh, project, um, which could be great. I know people who um, you know, have plants that have to keep temperature and humidity levels, or maybe musical instruments, or maybe um, I know people who grow mushrooms at, you know, of all kinds, and they have to keep the humidity and temperature at a certain level. So this would be a really good board to put in there, and it will alert you if the temperature goes outside of a I read rate. an article that says mushrooms are the new kale. So like I love mushrooms. Yeah, so you know, kale everybody kale kale kale. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every restaurant kale, it's like these waves hit uh, especially I'd say cities, you know, in New York, everything it's been everything kale. turned to kale. It was just like But apparently streets of it's kale. It's all about mushrooms now. I'm into it. So, yeah. I okay. like mushrooms. All sorts. And then um, we also had some people from around the community come by. Uh, Liz has a MIDI demo with different interfaces, like rotary encoders, pentiometers, accelerometers. Uh, Boop came by with an, a GPS uh, floor LED watch. She built from 
our guide and gave it to his son for his birthday with a 3D printed box. It looked really cool. And he's also working on little 3D robots, like a grasshopper yeah. with little servo motors. And he's looking for the smallest servo motors you can get. So um, he's come by a couple of times with very tiny robots. Um, yep. Good stuff. Uh, Helen made a, a leather micro bit glove with like the micro bit in, in the palm or the, the back of the hand. And it's like a musical cello, really cool effect. She's got a micro bit, but we're like, hey, maybe you do that with a clue board because then you get the orientation yeah. data. And uh, Drew has a K210 board, uh, this um, kind of uh, machine learning board that people have been liking. It has a camera and TFT display. Uh, but this time he demoed it running Linux. The people in the community have been working on that. So very exciting to see uh, the K210 um, advance up to being running an entire operating system. And that's what we had for show and tell. Our participants on the show and tell get an SCN on the show and tell sticker. Or if you're Helen, I'm going to send you a clue. Um, Very special. Kid, yeah. If you're a kid, they'll have uh, a, a guardian-like entity email for you. Uh, the part of our Adafruit live series shows. JP shows tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time. JP's workshop. Here is a little preview of what you're going to see tomorrow. And then we'll see you on the other side. single week on JP show there is a make code minute here is last week's and then of course tune in tomorrow at 4 p.m. for this week's take it away make JP. good make good make good for the make code minute today what I wanted to do was take a look at a uh, set of blocks that you can use with NeoPixels on board for the Circuit Playground Express or external ones that are plugged in uh, that allow you to rotate a pattern forward or backward through your strip. So this came actually from a forum question. Someone in the Adafruit forum said, hey, how do I use these uh, rotate? And there's also a shift uh, block, shift option in this. First of all, what am I talking about? If you look at my simulator here, uh, I'll go full screen on the simulator, you'll see when I press the B button, I rotate my little set of four pixels clockwise. And when I hit the A button, I'll go counterclockwise. Uh, and you can also see it happening right here on my actual circuit playground, forward and backward. Uh, and so the way this works is, first of all, in my on-start block, I'm just setting up my NeoPixel uh, strip as the onboard strips. This is a bit of a different setup than your usual light blocks here. Uh, instead, we're heading to this NeoPixel section. We're creating a strip as if it's an offboard strip, but then we're pointing it right back onto the onboard pin. Uh, so it takes care of all of the details of RGBW uh, ordering and the number of pixels in the strip, which is 10 in this case. Um, and then I'm just setting four of those pixels to these colors, red, magenta, cyan, and blue. And then it's, uh, these are the key blocks here. Inside of my button A and button B, I'm using this onboard strip rotate by one or onboard strip rotate by negative one. Uh, and what that means is when you press the button, it's going to uh, move all of the pixels over one unit or backwards one unit. 
And part of the smarts of it is that it realizes, based on how long your strip is, that when it reaches the end of the strip, it doesn't just fall off the edge of the world. It flips around back to the very first one, like a snake eating its own tail. Uh, and so that's how you can use the rotate block on the Circuit Playground Express inside of Make Code. And that is your Make Code Minute. All right, and don't forget, 4 p.m. tomorrow, JP Show, where you can learn how to make all that stuff and more. You'll see probably, I think, the most cutting edge, easiest to get started Bluetooth uh, work out there. Yeah. Um, you'll see that each week on JP Show. It's like we all just got a new toy. Like, Bluetooth's been around, but it's been unaccessible, too hard to do. The frameworks, the, the downloads, the tool chain, everything was terrible. Now it's easy. It's like, oh, cool, let me have uh, a heart rate monitor. Let me have it uh, do this. Let me have it do that. Let me have it like. Especially, I think, the combination of like web Bluetooth coming. Um, yeah. And Circuit Python, I think together will make it possible because we've just always struggled how to do it on the desktop, how to do it on devices. So I think we have a solution for both now. Yeah. Speaking of, blinka, it's blinka, blinka. time for Python on hardware. So it's a fucking uh, good time. Yeah. So I think these are cute. Um, this they are cute. Yeah. This is a series of. Um, it's it's an article, but it's also a GitHub thing. It's uh, GitHub.com/slash/adafruit/slash. Slash Awesome dash micropythons. So um, through the not awesome micropython, awesome, awesome micropythons. Plural. Yeah. So micropython has a lot of different flavors and a lot of different ports and a lot of different forks. Correct. And uh, example is micropythons on a lot of calculators. Right. Micropython. Um, there's a flavor of it for XP. There's a micropython for uh, ESP32s. Yeah. And so the thing that was the challenge was there wasn't one spot that listed all of these. Yeah. So what we did is we made a list of all the awesome MicroPythons, including the forks, like CircuitPython is a derivative, it's a, a fork of MicroPython. Uh, for beginners, lots of hardware support. Yeah. Um, there's a fork of MicroPython that's just for the ESP32. Mm -hmm. There's one that got started for like the NXP series. Yeah. So we put all these together and then um, there was a helpful community member that there's this like chart generating thing so you can see um, all the different forks. Yeah. It's and approximate, ports. you know, the times aren't, you know, yeah. it's, it's, we're basing it off some GitHub data, which is not always yeah. 100%. Yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but the most distributed version of MicroPython is the one that's on the microbit. That's right. And that's millions. A that's a completely separate fork. Um, an early fork, an too. An early fork. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, they're not, they don't take any updates. It's like, it's yeah, frozen in time. That's it. Yeah. And so it's a good, uh, I think, start of a community list of all these things. Uh, when it was made, if it's being maintained, all that stuff. So check that out. Also, uh, this was from CircuitPython Day for last year, but it just got posted. This is the video from the CircuitPython Celebration Day in Beirut. One of the things that we set out to do is have something that had international appeal um, for anyone on planet Earth. If you want to do educational programming. So this was neat, because we didn't plan this at all. Um, just people said, oh, by the way, we did one in Beirut. So watch the video, um, and you can see uh, the, the folks that put on the event and like their stories on the YouTube video as well. Uh, this is kind of neat. This is our update uh, that we did for our app. Um, Blue Fruit can control this little puppet. Kind of neat, there's Sparky. So it's a digital puppet that as you move it around. So we'll be doing this with Clue um, as well. Uh, speaking of Clue, Clue has been hitting the news, so a lot of people got there. They've been writing reviews and more, so check out those articles. Yeah, it's still alpha, but um, yeah. we'll be in release soon. Very exciting. Um, Open Hardware Summit is coming up pretty soon. The badge there is CircuitPython powered, and so I believe this was Alex who uh, showed the testers. This is a testing jig. Yeah, this is a testing this jig. This is an intense testing jig. Yeah. 
And this tips each badge. Yeah, it's Raspberry Pi powered. There's a display. There's yeah. a little magnetic holder. Yeah, it's cool. Very exciting. So everyone who goes gets a CircuitPython watch badge. This is uh, Liz, also known as Blitz City, uh, who showed this project on Show and Tell tonight, but we had this in our Python on Hardware newsletter because it is a CircuitPython-based musical instrument. Melissa got her clue, and the first thing she did was, let's make sure this works with this little bot accessory. Um, one of the bits of feedback that we had already was, you know what I really like about Clue? I can finally use all these accessories that I wanted to do a bunch of stuff with after I... Um, and you take know, them further. Yeah, and take them further and like all the stuff I wanted to do. Um, so that's neat to know. We also posted up our how we named and came up with the Clue. So every single um, time that we do a project uh, or a platform, um, you and I usually hang out and we do sketches and we write all these things and I scan them in. So yeah. this was neat. How do we arrive at the Clue as a product? Um, so you can see that. It's kind of neat. Uh, special thanks to Andrew and Discord who made this handy-dandy Clue pinout. You can download it off of our site or you can check it out on um, Discord. Here is a Ultimaker Mini and it uses the Clue to light up the insides of it. It's kind of nice. Fun. Easy project. Allie, who is teaching classes with kids, introduced 106 kids to the Circuit Playground Express, and uh, this is what that looks like. Here's all of them learning. Coding. Coding. Make coding. Blink. Look at all these LEDs blinking. Yeah, some are doing make code, some are using Moose, some are doing Python, but this is 106 kids, and uh, DigiKey helped make this happen. And uh, very cool, Allie. Good work. Here's another example of someone, they have this, uh, I think it's called the cube bit, and you plug a micro bit into it, and you can control a cube, but you can also plug in Clue, and you can use our app, Blue Fruit Connect, and you can use that to control the cube. Nice. Kind of cool. Um, other folks getting their clues, uh, this was Bue, I believe, uh, who was on our show and tell last week, and uh, this is a environmental sensor clue that will make the LED change color based on, I believe, what it's sensing. Uh, this was kind of neat. This was uh, a Circuit Python meetup, and this was in uh, Prune, India. And uh, this was a really neat workshop to see folks do. Um, so we have more information about that. So this is contagious in a good way. You know that, that you hear that then in the news. Well, we right designed now. Circuit Python yeah. Express and and Circuit Python for. You know, and we like make code for workshops because you can actually get something done in 45 minutes. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Arduino is very powerful. I really like Arduino. I use it every day. It's really hard to hard do to a, get a workshop, workshop going, yeah. in 45 minutes because there's so much setup people have to do. It was Valentine's Day last week, so of course people made Valentine's Day projects. We shared those. Um, there's this thing called Psychic Paper in the Doctor Who universe, and this is a CircuitPython-powered e-ink display that has this e-ink uh, flash very quickly. Is very it like cool. is it like a psychic paper? A psychic yeah, paper. And then uh, this wallet? was from the newsletter um, that I liked to, to to read. Uh, James Bowman, I believe, uh, from X Camera. Yeah. Um, he got Circuit Python going on a twelve eighty by seven twenty screen. So yeah, getting closer to HDMI out for Circuit Python. We're totally gonna so, have yeah. Circuit Python PCs. Yeah. Um, this is Kevin's uh, projects. These are the Circuit Brains. I believe these are going to be live soon. And, uh, Tindy, yeah? Tindy, or it might be Crowd Supply. Uh, yes, it's uh, Crowd Supply. Okay. So you'll see those soon. They were just submitted. Um, nice. And they're also in circuitpython.org slash downloads. 
Uh, David is working on um, this thermal camera project, but of course got Clue on it using the screen. Alex is still working on the sock puppet robot project. You can see the video number two. This person just got their new Teensy 4 and they got CircuitPython running on it out of the box. So uh, this person is a Teensy fan and now you can do even more things with your Teensy like run CircuitPython. It's like a dream getting it's it. It's like a dream. So easy. <laughs> Group Gets has, uh, this is the preview of the new Orange Crab feather format. Uh, I believe this is another one that will be live shortly. Mm, yeah, it's FPGA. I mean, it's going to be, yeah. you know, a, a, a fair price yeah. for a powerful board. It's but a monster. You want this beast, this orange crab, yeah. which looks cute, but it's a beast. This is uh, a, you get a lot. feather e-ink badge. I, I love this. This is so cute. Yeah, this, this was for, I think, the JoJo... JoJo Cruise. JoJo Cruise badge. Yeah. And it's e-ink, and on the back, what's this? Oh, it's a feather. Oh, that's yeah. cute. We did an article series. Um, we found everything that is microbit shaped, and said, "Here's." Because we were wondering, like, you know, how many are there? Yeah. Microbit shape. And here's the thing: I thought that I knew every microbit shaped board. I was, I didn't even know. There's half a menagerie of them. of them. There were so many more than yeah. I thought. Like, I never even heard of this. This is like the new bit. Yeah. Really incredible. And then last up, um, this everyone has seen this on the internet. This is the rotary cell phone. Yeah, this made the rounds. This made the rounds. Has the ink display. It's a rotary cell phone. Now the thing that a lot of people may or may not know, it depends on which site you looked at it on. If you looked at it on a site and they know anything about electronics or they Google around or they just quote the maker of this, this has a phone inside of it. Yay! And, so, and our ink uh, breakout And, and our well. ink breakout. And so we're very proud to continue to be the only U.S. cell phone manufacturer. <laughs> For our cell phones. We are. We are U.S. cell phone manufacturer. You actually really like it's the side. It has like those like modem yeah. LEDs. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the future we all wanted. This is a nice project. And that is Python and Harvard News this week. Okay. Next up. Um, jobs.adafruit.com. I went over the jobs that, uh, that are currently up there last week. Um, I'd say take a look at the firmware engineer position um, for Bear Conductive, by yep. the way. Seems Lots like, of good jobs. Seems like a cool job. Um, but uh, I just want to remind everyone, because I think we have an almost perfect success rate with people finding their dream job. So um, uh, someone we know just got a job at uh, CrowdSupply. That's right. And they saw the job listing on... It's free to submit yeah. a job. It's free to apply to a job. It's yeah. free, free, free. And we do... It's a service. We do, we do look at each one to make sure nothing's scammy or sketchy. But we're not collecting the data or anything. Yeah, we don't we do don't, that. We don't do anything with that. So we, when the job is submitted, um, I look at it and see if it's legit. Like, we've had scammers and spammers try to, you know, do stuff. Yeah. Um, we just don't allow those on there. Yeah. Um, and they don't complain because they're scammers and spammers. They just move on. That's right. Um, so jobs at And if you have skills, post up your skills there if you want, if you're like someone who's looking for a specific Please do. Role. All right, time travel. A um, couple things going on in the world. Um, this is a video that we shot. It's not a top secret now because I believe it's all public. But uh, if you want to get animated GIFs running on the Clue, we have a little video. Hey, Lady Dana, what is this? Hey, just doing a little test on my Clue. We've got an uh, animated GIF guide that we uh, did for the Pi Portal, where we could display animated GIFs on a display that's built into a board. And the Clue is a 240 by 240 TFT. So here you go. It's displaying GIFs that I've dragged and dropped onto the built-in two megabyte disk drives. This is great for little animations or you want to do a video or something, just convert it to a GIF, drag it on, and play it. Cool. 
and uh, other things that are going on. If you have not already, please subscribe to Hackspace Magazine. We had a video uh, show today with Ben from Hackspace Magazine. You can use hsmag.cc forward slash Adafruit. Um, they are launching in the U.S., and they said, hey, will you help us launch? And we said yes. Of course. So we don't get paid for this. No. There's no exchange of anything at all nope. whatsoever. We nope. said we want to see cool magazines thrive. And so. if they get enough subscribers, they'll print them in the U.S., which means less carbon being used because it's not going to be flying yeah. in an airplane for every order. And it's a really great monthly magazine, and it doesn't replace any other magazines. You can subscribe to Make. You can subscribe to Circuit Seller. Subscribe to this magazine. Yeah. They're all great, and uh, I love thumbing through our copy of, of HS yeah, it's great. magazine. Um, I have a video that I did. We have an app um, that has a really big update. It's Blue Fruit Playground. Yep. So take it away past me. This is the puppet feature. In Go particular. past you. Okay, I have a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, and we have an app, Blue Fruit Playground. It just updated and we have a new feature in it. So let's start up the app. It's gonna ask for uh, the device. It's gonna be like, hey, you know, we should pair a device. So let's get started. It walks you through all these different things. And then we have this discovery area and it couldn't find a device because I didn't plug it in yet. But it gave me some good information. So there it is, Blue Fruit. We're gonna connect up. And uh, once we connect up, we have all these different things we can do. That'll be a video later. Today is only about puppets. So puppets a new feature. And you see Puppet is uh, Sparky, and when I move the device around, I move Sparky around, I can press a button, do all sorts of things. And the other feature is a nice green screen, and I can have it expand out. Now once I do that, it means I could pull it into some video software and do fun things like this. And I also have, um, you know, this Sparky that I can do all sorts of neat things with. And uh, now it's part of a show. Um, the things that you can do in the app uh, or suggest is like, hey, if you wanted to make this like, you know, a little hand puppet, you can. But that's, uh, that's Sparky and all the different things that you can do with uh, Blue Fruit. And here, let's look at it on the overhead as well. Um, you could see as I move the device around and it's wireless. So this is like a wireless puppet that you can do cool stuff with. So as I, as I move this around, can do neat things with it so anyways thought i'd show this off and uh, it's in the store just go to the app store and search for adafruit or blue fruit playground and you too can play with sparky and this is kind of uh i go get the app go get the app so anyways i left that little QR code there for a second. So if you have your phone out, you can, uh, you can scan, scan it. and get the app. It's okay. free. We are an open source hardware company, Laydata. It's true. It's true. And uh, one of the things we're doing is I'm trying to get all of the stats about the company, and I'm just posting them up. Great. Because that's usually it's the scariest thing ever. Why not just post up stats? So here's some stats that we post up in the last week. Tell them the stats. Um, Adafruit.io. Here's how we're doing with Adafruit.io. Um, the text is really small. But, I know. Yeah, do you want to put on the Um Yeah, I guess I'll do that. I wanted to tell everybody how many people are using it. I so. can read it off. Yeah, let me um, let me get it on this other screen here so I can read it to the, the folks at home. Okay. okay. So uh, in the last 30 days, we have about 16,000 active users. Altogether, we have 300,000 users, but they don't all use it at the same time. Right. So about 16,000 active people. In the last seven days, we added about 2,000 people. 
we have about 450,000 feeds. That's how we kind of measure stuff. So the feeds created in the last seven days, about 5,000. Uh, in the last 30 days, there was 789 million records inserted. There are about 18 million background jobs per day and about 4,200 MQTT wow. connections that live 24-7. And basically, that's kind of how MQTT works. It's it's, like, it is. It you just have, lives forever. You have a yeah. socket open, but look, we have 665,500 yeah. six, and so different sockets yeah. that we can open. So. So um, if then this that which there's a connector for it for Adafruit IO, so you can do lots of cool triggering stuff. Um, they're all time. This is the, the that's been used uh, 6,500 uh, applet runs uh, 201 million, and then applets turned on uh, all time 151. Cool. 000. Yeah. So those are some stats. Also, more stats. Also, I think what it shows is people sometimes use Adafruit IO, and then they're like, okay, I've built a project, I got it doing what I want. Now I'm going to maybe move to another, you know, more like enterprise level server or maybe i just completed the project i wanted to complete which is the goal right yeah. make it easy to start up and easy to shut down so you can use it whenever you want so you're probably saying but what about your what app, about app download stuff okay cool um so Big. uh the biggest one and this was a bit of a surprise um so we have 181,000 downloads of bluefruit le connect i believe this is the most popular bluetooth app for makers i don't until yeah, sure. and, unless someone will actually is me on twitter or something okay. like that um, Circuit Playground for iOS, we have 25,000 downloads. Um, Adafruit TV, we have uh, about 12,000 viewers, because that's how, you know, once you get it, you kind of use it. So yeah. that's, that's good to know. Um, Bluefruit LE Connect for Mac OS, uh, 6,000 uh, downloads. Most resistance for iOS, around 4,200 downloads. And let me just go back to this. Um, we also have two new apps that, that we just released. Adafruit AR, about 1,200 downloads. That's up 8% from last week. We just release it so I put the week over week and then Bluefruit Playground we're about to have a thousand downloads we just that's a new so app you just too. Started, and yeah. that's gone up 14% week over week nice um, now you're saying but what about Android ha so here's one problem with Android stuff no matter how many times I say like we have an Android app or we're gonna have one someone says but what about Android I actually don't know what this issue is yeah so I think this will help um, so our Bluefruit Connect app around 11,000 downloads now which compare is, that with ios which is it's 10 times more for ios it's 20 times 20 more. times more sorry You're, yeah that's why you do all the math that's fine um 18 circuit, times more yeah. yeah circuit playground for android 728 downloads most resistant for android 126 and which then, is which is what we had 4,000 for yeah apple so it's you know it's it's really significant yeah it's and then Bluefruit playground anymore. community edition again just launched 58 so in case folks are wondering that's what that looks and like. this is what the challenge it's like we we do have android apps but yeah. The amount of time it takes, and we've done these, and we release some, but we only have 58 yeah. downloads, and Compare. it's we have to decide what we can dedicate our time on and yeah. what makes sense. So that's why we release with iOS first, because it is the most popular. We okay. reach the most people. And then um, let's uh, let's do some guides. Yeah. But the only thing is, I forgot to put in the the slide for the guides. That's fine. So what I'm going to do, I think, is uh, I actually kind of know what the guides are. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the guides while yeah. I get that going, and then I'll then I'll put it up there. Okay. So one guide that we had was uh, Brian Sip and Puff guide. So this is um, a a cool guide using our LPS33 sensor that has a port, and you can it has a little hat on it that you can attach tubing onto, so we can make a sip and puff sensor, something that you can detect when you're if you put a tube in your mouth, get the sensor, you sip or you puff, and this is an alternative user interface. Uh, some people who need alternative user interfaces um, like to use it if they can't you know, use a touch screen or maybe they can't use voice um, or they can't use like um, eye location. Sip and puff is a really easy uh, and intuitive interface to use. 
So we kind of made a CircuitPython library an example showing how to do multiple SIP detection. So it can be um, you know, low pressure SIP, high pressure SIP, low pressure puff, a high pressure puff. So we can use that and encode that data to create like a more advanced interface and just like SIP and puff. It's like you have five options now instead of just three. Um, so we wrote up a guide, and what's nice is it uses the STM32F405Feather, which um, has a stem connector, so it's plug and play. There's no soldering in this guide. We also did a guide um, I worked on with Melissa, a guide um, on nine DOF sensors and AHRS. Yeah, oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So um, the sip and puff was the one on the right. So the how to fuse motion sensor data in, into AHRS. So we've actually had a guide that we wrote many, many years ago about sensor fusion. And enough has improved, and we wanted to like also make it a lot easier. So first off, we completely refactored the library. So now you have three options. You have Mahoney, Magwick, and the uh, open source NXP sensor fusion library. Uh, each one of them is a little bit more complicated, which means you know if you have an Uno, you maybe can only use Mahoney. If you have a Cortex chip, you can use you know NXP fusion. We added support for a lot more chips. So we have LSM9DS0, LSM9DS1, um, NXP sensor set, the FXOS and FXAS, as well as the um, LSM6DS um, series, the 33, the DSOX, the ISM3300 um, with a magnetometer. So you can fuse these nine DOF sensors together using, um, you choose which sensors, choose which fusion algorithm, and then um, the best part is, uh, thanks to Melissa, we have a 3D model viewer that um, can view quaternions because a lot of people want to have quaternion output, not Euler output. Euler output is easier for humans to read because it's, it's like pitch, yaw, and roll, and as humans we understand that very well. We, can, we think in those three dimensions. The problem is that when you, you know, rotate in a certain direction, you can get gimbal lock and you, you actually get really weird outputs. Um, and people don't like that, so they like to use quaternions, but then humans can't visualize quaternions as easily. So we made a web serial viewer. So this demo here is actually completely done in a browser. So there's no processing required. You don't have to download any apps. You don't have to install any software. You just run the Chrome browser, which almost everybody has already, and then you go to this website, and they can connect over serial port and then view the quaternion data as, as a rotating bunny. So we've kind of really refactored all of that. It took me like two weeks, but... Um, it's way, way better. Uh, we have Quaternion output, this web serial. It's like really in a good spot. We can um, take it to the next level because we have a lot more 9DOF sensors. And then I think okay. we had one more guide. Yeah, we we had the Clue uh, case guide. Yeah. Um, Which you have a video. Yeah, we have the Clue case guide. We're going to show oh, that. Oh, and the puppet guide. And the puppet guide that uh, I just recently just showed. Yeah. You know that. So, so this is actually how to use it with o it Yeah, we have uh, OBS. And, um, and this I is promise, from last week. I promised the tree video this week. Oh, yeah. So we're going to play the tree video, and then we're going to go to some factory footage. Okay. Take it away, tree.
here is some Made in New York City factory footage taken away Adafruit factory. And it wouldn't be Adafruit factory footage without a sunrise or sunset or construction going well, on outside going on our, there. our windows. It's there. cool stuff. Yeah. Okay, 3D printing. We have two videos. We're going to be playing them back to back. Um, we have the clue case video, and then we have the 3D printed Bluetooth synth. All right, take it away. Extruders. <laughs> 
what's up folks, in this video we're taking a look at Adafruit's Clue dev board. This features the same shape and size like the BBC Microbit, so it'll work with existing add-ons. Adafruit's Clue has a 1.3 inch IPS display so you can make projects with text and graphics. It's packed with tons of sensors like an accelerometer, gyroscope, magnetometer, pressure, temperature, and much more. It features the NRF52840 with a Cortex-M4 processor and 2 megabytes of internal flash. It also has a PDM microphone, speaker, NeoPixel, and a Stemma connector so you can plug and play even more sensors. With Bluetooth, you can make wireless projects that control your BLE devices. For example, you can control your phone using Apple's music service to play, pause, and even change the volume. With Adafruit CircuitPython, you can make cool projects using Adafruit's libraries and demo code. The Learn Guide has all the documentation you need and examples so you can quickly get your projects up and running. With CircuitPython, your code and libraries live on the board like a USB drive so you can access your code on any computer. This makes development really fast because you don't have to compile the code so you can see your updates almost instantly. So get a clue and start learning how to sense the world around you. We designed and 3D printed a case for the Clue so you can easily wear it like a badge or a watch. It has enough room for a LiPo battery so you can make your projects portable. You have access to the edge connector so you can use the touchpads as controls for your projects. You can get the parts to build this project, links are in the description. The bezel is attached to the front of the case to keep the display nicely secured. You can use flexible filaments to 3D print the wristbands. Tabs on the end press fit into the slits on the side of the case. It features multiple holes so you can adjust it to fit your wrist. Use a slide switch with a JST adapter to turn the clue on and off. The clue board is installed into the case without any hardware screws. The slide switch is press fitted into the built-in holder. You can easily connect and disconnect the battery using the JST adapter. The back cover snap fits onto the case and keeps everything nicely secured. The built-in tab lets you reset so you can easily upgrade the firmware. Use the slit on the end to tuck in the bands to keep it nice and tight. You can also attach the case to a lanyard so you can wear it to your next conference. Thanks so much for watching and don't forget to subscribe for more products from Adafruit.
And if you want to learn how to make all of those things and then some, tune in to 3D Hangouts every Wednesday at 11 a.m. with Noah and Pedro. Okay, um, Lady, before we go on to new products, I just have a couple things to mention. One, Don't forget. Uh, code is ROCKBLOCK. And that's 10% off the native for straw all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. Don't forget, these are all the folks that you'd be helping out. In fact, uh, in the front row there on the right, shout out to Stella, who's also in our Discord. Hi, Stella. Yay. Stella's the smartest working CFO in this In, this in the biz. world. I have not met a better biz. one. So, I don't know. I think she's I the actually best. ask uh, people who run companies, I'm like, does your CFO go to your Discord server? And like, what's Discord? <laughs> and then like, and if they do know about that, like, what? No. Uh, uh. What, what do you mean? Someone, someone, someone would go and be in public. They, what, what if what, what if someone asked them something? What if they? Oh no. So anyways, we think that's cool. I think companies operate better if they uh, on had, Discord. Had their, you had, just gave away all of our stats. Had their teams. Yeah, we're doing stats. We're doing lots of stats on our site. So. True. Anyways, um, let's. Um, and let's then don't forget AdaBox too. You want to do the subscription? Yeah. You. Uh, oh sorry. No, you gotta, you gotta. I'm plug, ahead of time. You gotta plug the Ada box yeah. stuff. But uh, let's go to new products. Now. Okay. You wanna do that? Yes. Okay. So you said two things. So I thought that was a second. Yeah, I forgot. That's okay. I kind of got lost in that. It's okay. New, 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 new. Yeah. So, uh, Ada box. Here we, it is. I could tell you. Here's some stats. We have less than 100 openings. Less. I know because I got an alert. We get, too. we get an alert. Yeah. I got an alert. So we have less than 100. So we're a little ahead. Um, we're going to be shipping in April, so you do have a little time, but not a lot of time. Yep, there was a little bit of a delay uh, due to COVID. We have all the parts ready for Ada Box, but they're stuck and yeah. they can't ship out. Um, so it'll be maybe a couple weeks later than expected on this Ada Box, but don't worry, it'll we'll make it. It'll be fine. The best so this Adabox does ever. give you a little bit more time to subscribe, but you are going to run out of time. So yes, anyways, there's a hundred, but also, slots left. The, when the slots are out, it doesn't matter, you know, when we ship. If the slots are done, yeah. the slots are done. Okay, first up. Okay, first up, we've got some fun, quick Stemma QT cable action here. This is a Grove connector to a JSTSH, also known as a this Quick to that. or that Stemma to QT. Yeah. We have the JSTPH. This is, this is like a, I don't know the name of this connector. This is actually kind of like a custom connector, yeah. which is why uh, we got this cable from Sparkfile. You want to zoom in? Boop. I think I kind of like this. You want it that way? This way? is good. This is good. A good amount. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah, so this is a Grove uh, feather wing shield that we've got here just as a demo. And you'll see that this one is the clock data three volt ground uh, port. And so we've plugged in this cable with the little latchy bit here into the port and it latches in place. And on the other end, we can plug in any STEM IQT or quick sensor. That's cool. The only thing I want to warn people about is there are some Grove shields, especially for like the Arduino Uno or the Mega maybe, that would have five volt power instead of three volt power, um, in which case you can definitely still use STEM IQT because we have a little regulator here that converts any input into three volts. But if you're using a SparkFun quick board, um, just be aware you might have to set it to be three volts. So it's like we want to warn people so they don't plug in a three volt sensor into a five volt. Um, it's not an issue if you're using any of our um, input boards because you can see on the back they all say VLogic VCC three to five volts, uh, but it's something I should mention. Uh, that said, if you have uh, it goes both ways too. If you have um, a feather or like, you know, this, this clue board, for example, I'll show it off on the overhead very carefully. Uh, this has a uh, 
JST, SH, STEMA, QT, or quick sensor on it. You can then plug in growth sensors. So it goes both ways. So it's a nice little converter cable, uh, easy to make all of your quick and growth projects work so well together. All right, speaking of. Speaking of, another little breakout. This is handy. This is a uh, breakout to a dual JST SH breakout, also from SparkFun, shown here. I can't really show it any better than the demo. You can solder some header onto it, uh, female header, male header, plug into a breadboard, and it breaks out two JST SH connectors, and then you can plug in any of our sensors. So it's, um, or if you have a board that doesn't have a um, STEM IQT connector on it, uh, you can make it so by, again, uh, soldering in those connectors. So All right. very handy, um, breadboard friendly. It's a, a nice little uh, accessory. Next up, we had Pete Warden on our show. He was talking about this book, and now we have the book Yay! in the store. So TinyML. It's just great. I love the, the graphics. It's a thick book, too. I'm going to hold this up. Yeah, this is a book. It's chunky. Yeah. Look at this chunkiness. This is like a huge book, and they wrote this in like six months. They, were, they flew yeah. by it. So you want to show it on the overhead? Chunky. And it covers um, using TensorBoard, using uh, Colab, using Arduino, um, the SparkFun EdgeBoard, the Arduino Nano 33BLE, I think are the two main boards that are in this. Yeah, um, but I have some good news for you. Our so, guides show how to use our Yeah, stuff. so um, this is a good book to get started. If you want to uh, have what I think the best hardware is, you can use our stuff, and this is still a good reference. It's still, the, the code yeah. is the same, but what you can do is if you're reading this and you're like, oh wait, I have an Adafruit Edge board, or have a clue or whatever, or a Circuit Playground Bluefruit, just go to the learn.afruit.com website, and then you can follow along our guide, which is yeah. basically the this, this same kind of content, but in, it's not as explained. Like, this is obviously, yeah. this is a way safer than the when guide. When people say, well, how do I get started with like machine learning? Pick up an edge badge and do our guides, just for the first, like, okay, in five minutes, I can get it to just do something. Just get the demos, yeah. And then get this book, and then really start you know, tweaking on the models that you can uh, start to make. And then also check out Teachable Machine from Google, which I think is, um, one of the most helpful things for quickly making your yeah. own models for um, devices like, you know, Raspberry Pi and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, next up. And this is why that code was what it was. Rockblock. Yeah. Okay. So we have a uh, twofer. We have the Rockblock modem with an FTDI cable. Yeah. And don't try to register that one. This one is mine, so I've already registered and it. And you want me to, um, and you want to show this cable thing too? Um, yeah, it's, they go together. So they this is the cable, right. breakout cable that goes with the rock block, so you can use it on a breadboard. Okay, so let so. me show this on the What overhead. is this thing? It looks like a GPS or something. I know, like, this is kind of interesting. What so is it? <laughs> you want to ask what is it again? What is it? Okay, this is a Iridium satellite modem. So this is antenna, it looks like a GPS antenna, but it's actually um, connects to the 66 low earth orbit Iridium satellites that are circling the globe right now. And you can send short messages, uh, like a couple hundred bytes, maybe, maybe not even a hundred bytes. I can't, I can't remember the exact number, but it's definitely not, it's about a text message worth. Um, and this is the modem. Uh, once you register the modem, you can then um, send messages to and from this modem anywhere on earth and when i say anywhere i mean it like literally anywhere on this great earth if you can see the sky you have the antenna pointed at the sky you can send and receive messages within a few minutes so if you're doing mountaineering if you're doing um oceanography if you're going to be in the middle of nowhere if you're you know doing um ngo projects in places that do not have cellular access um 
this will let you send and receive messages. And uh, to get you started, it comes with an FTDI cable with a USB connector. And this means that you can easily follow along with the tutorials to send and receive your first messages through the AT command set using your computer. So you get that, you know, you, you register it through the Rock 7 website, you connect to your computer, you can just practice sending messages back and forth because they're not cheap, so you want to make sure your code's working. And then, once you're ready to implement it with the microcontroller, you could use this cable, you can use the, um, the connectors on the end, or of course you can cut this off and solder directly to them either way. And this exposes, like, there's a 5 volt power, there's a LiPo power input, there's UART, and then there's a flow control for the UART, there's also signal, there, you know, there's a pinout documentation, all that stuff is online. So this lets you um, really control the modem through an embedded project. So you can use it with a Raspberry Pi, CircuitPython, Arduino, anything. It's just a UART running at about 19.2 kilobon. So the only thing I gotta warn people about is it's, it's satellite, so it's a little different than cellular or Wi-Fi. First off, you can't use it anywhere in the world but you have to pay for it. So there's a monthly registration that you have to pay. It's only maybe like 15 bucks or so. Don't ch check out exactly the price because I, I can't remember off the top of my head. And you have to pay per message and it's like 10 cents a message. Um, so you have to have both a, a monthly subscription and also a per message subscription for sending and receiving. It's not that expensive compared to how expensive it used to be, but it's not free. So, you know, if you're comparing it with cellular where you can usually get, you know, you have to pay for cellular, but oftentimes you need a plan that's like all SMSs are inclusive, or, you know, your data plan is gigabytes. This is not gigabytes, it's not even megabytes, it's kilobytes level of data, um, but it works anywhere in the world. Second, it does have some basic location triangulation, but it's not a GPS, so if you want to have it uh, send exact location. Um, you would have to get a separate GPS module, connect it up to your microcontroller or Raspberry Pi or whatever, read that and then send the GPS coordinates over this. Because it will give you some location, but the location isn't perfect. Third, uh, you have to register it through Rock7, which is an Iridium reseller. So they make these modules and part of the deal is they're selling them at a really good price because they're expecting you to go and register on their website and then um, have a monthly subscription fee and per message fee. If you want to use it with another Iridium provider, you can, but you'll have to contact Rock7 to unlock it, which is like 50 or 60 bucks. So as long as you're aware of these things, um, this is a very, it's a more expensive than cellular or Wi-Fi, but for what you're getting, it's very inexpensive. I mean, the fact that for a couple hundred dollars, you can send messages anywhere in the world is amazing, um, and the, the price per message is not that expensive, uh, as long as you're, you're putting your data together in the right way. So, um, I love it, it's really small. We're gonna do some projects with CircuitPython and the Clue maybe, sending data around, but uh, a great way for any developer, scientist, student, or engineer to start using satellite communication. All right, and then start the show besides you, Lady Ada, Stella, our CFO, yeah. and the community and our employees Stella is- Stella is for sale this the bonsai buckaroo this coming is coming soon, soon. yeah again um, a lot of our circuit boards are in china and they're currently quarantined during not the pcbs but the people who are sending and making them and so um just to keep things going we're putting in some coming soons so people know what we would have released this week if we got in our circuit boards um so this is the uh, bonsai buckaroo and it's an add-on for micro bits or clues works for both and it has these five screws on the bottom that bolt on 
to your clue or micro bit. And then you get a speaker. Yeah, let's just show it. You want to show it? Let's just show it. Yeah, I got it hooked up to this plant. So let me, let me hook it up here. I got this plant over here. Let me bring this back out. And then. That's good. Okay. It's a good demo. Yeah, it's a good demo. Let me give it this way. So. Look at this. got space stuff, got plant stuff. I All know. Right. Space, space Lance plants. Lancy tonight. Okay, good. All right, so you bolt um, the five bolts on, and this makes it nice and secure. You get um, a, a speaker. So the clue has a buzzer, but the micro bit does not. And for some projects where you might not want to have a motor, you just want to have it notify you if, like, the plant needs watering, um, you can have a speaker go off. It's connected to pin zero, which is uh, in make code the default speaker pin. We also have a three-volt motor port. So this is a surface mount terminal block, and you can connect this to here. I've got a, a little motor sitting at the bottom of this glass with um, some tubing. Now, I don't have the tubing going to the plant because this poor um, plant, I don't want to overwater it <laughs> while I'm doing the demo because I, I like this plant. It's a very nice plant, good plant. Um, and then on the clue, for example, we have these two pads for the pin one, power and ground, and I'm using that to measure the resistance between these two nails. So let's say I want to simulate what it would be like if it wasn't in conductive soil, if it was in dry soil. When I remove the nail, you'll see the resistance goes up. It's basically like infinite resistance. And then the motor turns on every few seconds, and you can see over here water is getting pumped out. So not all at once, just little, little bits of water. And then when the plant is nice and moist again, the resistance goes down and the pump turns off. So this is a really great way for kids and students to learn how to um, read sensor data and then maybe display it and then perform a robotic action such as the fact pump. that you could just do this on live video is amazing that means it works yeah it yeah. totally works that's how, and that's how easy it is it's got debug just, output yeah. and you can use it with again with microbit with make code or you can use it with clue or yeah Python. one of the same, things same design since we have a microbit shape thing we're like oh well, we should probably do some accessories yeah now makes you kind of excited this one's like, like oh yeah like this is something that we would want for uh, a microbit or a clue so we're like, oh, let's just do it. Yeah, so it's coming soon. It's really simple, but it yeah. works really well. And I like that it's, it's, it's no soldering is required. You just screw some things in, you plug some things yeah. on, you put the tubing on the, the pump, you put it in a cup of water, and now you can start experimenting. This is what the final silk's gonna look like. Yeah, it's nice by Phil B. Yeah. Um, why is there a watermelon there? I don't know, I'll tell you later. Yep. And then, um, you know, attach your motor, or you can have it beep instead, if you want to have just like a, a yeah. audio, Output. So another thing we wanted to make sure that there was accessibility options for people who are coding. Maybe they can't, you know, visually see LEDs or display. You could have an uh, auditory alarm as well. So this is coming soon. Uh, sign up, and uh, as soon as we get those circuit boards, we are going to crank these out because I know people want to do planting projects for the spring. Yeah. Coming up soon. That's new products. New, okay. new, 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 new. Let's do a quick recap. Recap time. You ready? Mm-hmm. New, 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 recap. We've got the uh, Grove to JST-SH cable. This is great for connecting Grove boards to STEM-IQT or Quick boards or STEM-IQT STEM or Quick boards to Grove sensors. Works either way. This breakout gives you two JST-SH connectors and you can plug it into a breadboard with nice 0.1 inch header spacing. Great for STEM-IQT or Quick boards as well. It's from SparkFun as well. You got the teeny ML book. This is finally out. If you'd like to try uh, TensorFlow Lite for microcontrollers on 
your small boards like uh, our Edge Badge or Circuit Playground Blue Fruit, check out this book. It's hefty, but it teaches you everything you need to know about machine learning, especially for small devices. We've got the RockBlock modem. This allows you to connect to the Iridium satellite network anywhere in the world and send short messages to and from. Uh, it's pretty amazing that you can get um, anywhere in the world communication for a really good price. And we also have a cable that makes it easier for developers to use this. So it comes with an FTDI cable for um, debugging with a computer. This cable will let you connect it to any microcontroller or microcomputer, such as a Raspberry Pi, using a UART connector. Uh, and then coming soon, we've got the Bonsai Buckaroo, your friend for making plant watering projects. It connects to uh, microbit or microbit-like boards, um, such as the Clue, and gives you a buzzer output, a speaker, a motor driver for controlling a small 3-volt pump, as well as alligator clips to connect nails for soil resistance uh, sensing. It's a good starter project for people who want to do plant-based projects on their microbit or Clue. New products. Okay, so don't forget, code is rock block. I'll keep that till midnight. Um, we're gonna do a little bit of top secret, but uh, start loading up your questions over on adafruit.it/discord. Mm -hmm. uh, put your questions there. We'll get to them and uh, join all sixteen thousand of us. Even when we're not there, um, a lot of us are in the chat almost all the time because a lot of us are in different time zones. So top secret this week, a couple things. Um, I'm gonna play the videos back to back. Uh, the first one is uh, Make Code with the Bluefruit Express. Next one after that is the plotter that is running on um, Clue. Yep, coming so, soon. Coming soon. Still under development, but and, getting close. Uh, yeah, and I already showed uh, this is the silk of the Bonsai Buckaroo. Um, and uh, actually, before I do the videos, uh, here's a couple work in progress things that we're showing off. Um, on various places and things for Piloton, which is an open source bike computer that folks can uh, hook up to a stationary bike or a real bike. So let's watch the videos and we'll see you on the other side. Okay. All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, this is a Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. You can see it says Blue Fruit on the back. And this is our NR52840 Circuit Playground. And I programmed it with Maker make code. What? So, what? Yeah, this is super, super alpha, unreleased, unsupported. But I've written um, the basic shake to animate and uh, make some sounds. And uh, the simulator works as well. You can see the um, lights over there. And uh, we got the LEDs working, sensors, buttons. Not everything's working. Again, it's very, very early. But uh, I know people have been really clamoring to see the NR52 series on Make Code, and it is coming, slowly but surely. All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, this is a demo of my plotter code that I wrote for Arduino on the Clue board. It's Microbit Monday. Clue's microbit shaped. So this is it plotting temperature. It's kind of boring. And then this is pressure. So as I move this up and down, you can actually see the pressure changes. Uh, humidity's a little buggy, I gotta figure that out. Light is interesting, so you can see if I shine a light, it plots the light. It actually does um, automatic um, ranging, so as it uh, yeah. does the, the plotting, like the range changes, which is kind of cool. Um, I also did color, so like I've got this green thing here, if I put it over it, you can see red, green, and blue 
uh, traces for the red, green, and blue uh, components. Yep. And uh, proximity. So as I move closer and farther away. There you go. Lots of cool plotting on the clue. And uh, we also have a couple other photos. This is the upcoming NXP-based feather. With Display.io working. Yep, Arturo and Lediator working on this. Display is working. It is a super fast NXP-based feather. So feather format, one of the fastest chips available. Flies its way to CircuitPython. Flakes, it flies, it flews, takes flight. These headlines write themselves. Um, all right, so that's the end of Top Secret. Okay, so let's do the questions. Um, we'll get to those. Uh, I didn't set up phone stuff tonight, so no giveaway tonight. But we did a giveaway earlier today on the other show. That we, we did. did. There so was there was giving away, yeah. so that's why right. you got to catch all of our shows. So here's uh, the first question. Question: Are there any feathers that have CAN bus networking built in? It seems the only option is TT, unless I'm not saying something. The only one I know that has CAN pins broken out for sure is um, the. Uh, STM32F405 Feather. However, I don't know that there is, I know that there's a library in MicroPython for it, but I don't know if there's a library in, in Arduino um, because I don't think ST released a library for it, but I know that there's CAN pins exposed. I know that there's a MicroPython library. Okay, uh, question, where is Colin from Colin Electronics? Colin is on- uh, All the apps that you're loving. Yeah, Colin is- uh, he's a crank, That he's a Yeah, he's a full-time employee at Adafruit. He uh, leads all the app development. Yep. And sometimes we have time for videos, sometimes we don't. He uh, runs the video series A through Z of Electronics As with well. the puppets. So he's the puppeteer behind uh, Adabot a lot of That's times. That's right. So it all depends. We want to do the scenes. Yeah, we want to do pseudo-random again, but it's just timing. Like We want to finish our um, A through Z Electronics series. Um, and then uh, someone from uh, the chat, uh, oh, this is Sedacious uh, Brian, Helped out and posted a link to the uh, feather uh, shield. That's uh, it's a feather can bust shield on Tindy. So thank you for posting that. And then uh, a lot of people want to know about the watermelon on the board. I'll tell you so later. So we'll tell you later is the correct response to that question. Um, and it's not out yet. Don't ask. What? Uh, so someone noticed. Uh, why are these? Why are these capacitors so big? <laughs> um, I think because, you know, when it's transmitting or receiving, there's probably a gigantic burst of energy because it has to reach into outer space. Yeah. Uh, and so these capacitors help um, keep the power supply nice and even. For okay. when it's, you know, talking to space. Yeah. I think it's just an observation. Like, come on, man. It's yeah. space. Okay. And uh, unless there's any other questions, I think we're going we're gonna to wrap it up. All right. Sweet. Thanks, everybody. Let's see. Two, two, two. Yeah. Energy, next week, we'll have boost. a giveaway. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll do giveaways. We'll do a couple of things next week. All right. Well, uh, that's the questions. Uh, Thanks, everybody. Uh, don't forget, the code is... Rockblock. Rockblock. Thank you, uh, everyone who's helping out in chat, all the Adafruit team members, all the Adafruit community members, our moderators and helpers. Uh, Zay is in the chat. Thank you, Zay, in the Adafruit Slack behind the scenes, helping run stuff. Um, special thanks to all the folks out there who purchase things and keep this thing going. Thanks for tuning in. We had three shows that we did today. I know. It was you No, know, Pedro had a show. And then tomorrow, JP, JP has a show. Oh, yeah. So we had show, shows. show, show, shows. So we'll see everybody next week. And uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks, Here's everybody. your moment of Zener.
Thank you, plant.